0: Slam it, shake it, move it, make it, do, do, think, ah. Well, hello, welcome back to Talking Shit with the Yank and a Brit. So, welcome back, or hello if you're a new listener. This is the podcast where me and Kate talk shit about stuff. And share our differing or similar perspectives from our upbringings in the UK and the US.
1: Yep. yep. That's it. This is our 10th episode, which feels like a pretty big deal. It is a big deal. We've hit the 10, baby. I never thought we'd make it this far. But with your support.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank our mums for listening. And the four blendjet friends. two <laughs> <laughs> blendjet two for sponsoring us.
1: Uh, and if you would like a blendjet two,
0: then uh, just visit the link in the show notes um, and use our code. Get TTS TTS pod twelve dollars <laughs> DSPod12.
1: No, but for real, I think when you and I started this and kind of conceptualized it, we didn't have any. I mean, I I don't think we planned on stopping, but. We didn't know where it was going to go, what it was going to be like. We were just winging it. And so the fact that we're here kind of regularly recording, uploading, getting a lot of feedback, Um, good, bad. Well, I feel like it's never really bad, but just responses from, you know, our friends and family and maybe some fans who like our stuff and want to share stuff with us, which we really appreciate. And, you know, cheers to more to come, I guess.
0: That's it. And if you're a new listener, then prepare yourself for some delightful chat.
1: But also go back and listen from the beginning. To the other one, Because I feel yeah. like <laughs> that might be better. I mean, maybe skip episode one, because we didn't really know what we were doing there. Um, yeah, and the audio kind of sucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but other than that, it's great we're, you know we're really enjoying it we're grateful for everyone who's listening um and if you fancy getting involved email us at talk oh what is it talk shit to talk us talk shit at, to us at gmail.com
1: <laughs> say it one more time <laughs> uh, talk shit to us at gmail.com that's the one baby I don't know why I keep okay. saying that I keep going all right baby Bebe. <laughs> I think that's a really good catchphrase. So, thank you. That can be yours, and I'll come. Mine's going to be I like eggs, and I hate that for me. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the thing i said most consistently since that episode <laughs> anytime it's relevant. So, that sucks. But uh. here we are. <laughs> now, you also say, uh, say more. Oh, I do. And I'll have you know. Oh, so how do you know, <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> say more about how I say, say more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. You Americans so, and your little sayings.
1: <laughs> okay. I feel like that is one thing that's true for both of our countries because you guys are like anybody up for a cuppa and all right. And... Fancy this and fancy that, <laughs> and that shit. Very true. <laughs> but I like that. I'm not. I'm not talking shit about that. I like it.
0: I like it too. I like that we both have different sayings that we can both take the mick out of.
1: <laughs> true.
0: Makes <laughs> it more entertaining. By the way, I'm like losing my voice. So if if my voice does stop working halfway through, I apologize. We'll just you use sign language. Okay, that's good for a podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, Mm -hmm. I'll translate, respond.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can do my voice and your voice.
1: Perfect. And all the accents that you can do and I'll nail them. Okay. Well, tell me why you're losing your voice though. Let's hear it. I just had a very busy weekend
0: with um, a couple of gigs and I sang a lot and then I drank a lot. Because it was bank holiday and I got really excited Mm -hmm. And got too carried away Uh, And I'm now on day two of the hangover
1: And my vocal cords are fried Basically For your day two hangovers is that I wonder if it's like mine when I get those And it's less Hangover hangover It's more like the psychological components And just generally Mm. feeling Worn down But it's not the headache or stomach ache Or just like the I can't move off the couch sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it was just like extreme tiredness. Um, The anxiety today, worrying about Mm -hmm. what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also woke up this morning, went into the bathroom to brush my teeth, yawned in a slightly different position apparently, Um, and something in my neck went, and I can't turn my head now. That's like (laughs) as far as I can go. So... (laughs)
1: That's what happens when you're hungover in your thirties. <sighs> I yawned weird and now I can't look left. <laughs> oh, poor you. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh. You need a heat pack and some painkiller and hmm. probably alternate with ice and you'll be right as rain tomorrow. Okay. Thank
0: you, nurse. I'll, I'll try that. <laughs> I did try painkillers earlier. I did not do anything, so...
1: No. Silas. Yeah.
0: Silas <laughs> give me some report? advice, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, Silas says, please provide us with a fun fact about pain. <laughs> well, he's pain-killers. trying to be so Also learn. that. Didn't you're me. right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Silas says, give us tips about improving our neck pain and sleeping better and probably better tips on how to yawn. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you could, um, how to yawn without causing neck paralysis. <laughs> That'd be fab. Cheers.
1: So, okay, eventful weekend, as we discussed last time, about kind of our respective holidays this week. And I had dumbly said it's, I don't know, something about Memorial, which it is. It, it, Memorial Memorial Day is about remembering, I think, the fallen soldiers of, of you know, wars. Ah, And mm-hmm. I, I, I know that people do like kind of observe that in the appropriate way. We did not. (laughs) We had some people (laughs) over played yard games. It was a really horrific week, which I know you know all about. It's been a shitty Mm -hmm. month, actually. So Mm -hmm. I'll spare the details to our listeners so they don't have to listen to my snot-filled sobs. But um, it was nice, though. We had nice weather, and having people over was good. And I'm very good at one of my favorite yard games, Sticks and Cups, and I continue to be very good at it. So oh, I miss sticks that. and cups—it's so fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're playing that when you come over next time. I think you guys have frisbees and sticks and cups. So yeah,
0: I'll find some sticks, I'll find some frisbees, and I'll get some cups in. Bebe, I've done it again.
1: Bebe, <laughs> bebe. <Baby. laughs> <Hey, baby. laughs> um, I guess speaking of frisbees, though, I did get hit in the mouth with a frisbee yesterday, oh, which is no. the first time that's happened since. I I feel like I've never gotten like truly injured, but this was just the right vo- like velocity or speed. It was kind of a heavy frisbee that I don't normally play with, and it hit me. I have like a cut. Is that why you <laughs> went to
0: the dentist this morning?
1: No, I just had an appointment, but they <laughs> they noticed. They're like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And I was like, "I got hit in the face with a frisbee." Is my tooth okay? <laughs> it's primarily my lip, but um, okay. yeah, it it sucked, and they but it's a everything was fine. It is. Like, wear, wear a face mask? I don't know.
0: Yeah. One of those big, like, helmets that they wear in American football.
1: Yeah. Or an umpire's mask or something. Yeah. That would help. Because I was terrified of the Frisbee after that. <laughs> <laughs> You've now got a complex against Frisbees. Yeah. um, But, uh, you know, I suppose the highlight of my... Past couple days was at the dentist. Them being like, "You know, looks good. Do you know floss more or whatever?" But my dentist had asked about. I did a. I had to do my X-rays, right? I know you guys have slightly Mm. different kind of like what's the word I'm looking for. Your dental care is a little bit different than ours. Yeah. Um. But I had to like do this machine where I had to like bite a thing and a thing rotated around my head. Yeah. (laughs) So just a different form of X-rays, and the dentist had commented on like. The jaw muscles, and and she's like, "Do you have pain up here in your temple? Because you have, you know, muscles up there and joints up there that are part of your jaw system." And I was like, yeah. "No." And she's like, "Well, you just have really petite ones then." And I was like, "I have cute little petite what, muscle or jaw muscles jaw jaw well like jaw muscle joints in that area." And I was oh, like, right. "Are you saying they're cute or what?" And she's like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> So there's yes. that. Winner. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Got cute temporalis muscles. I think that's what they are. I don't remember. So. Oh, what a yay compliment. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay for you. Well, right. you want to talk, talk some, some shit? Sh-
0: Let's talk some shit.
1: Yeah. That's jazz. I think we've never really talked about this, I don't think, but the talking shit implication of our whole shtick. And our title hmm. is not to like necessarily be like we're going to talk mad shit about this person. No, but it's more like you and I are just chatting shit, which is a pretty British phrase that kind of just means yeah, talking yeah, about it
0: doesn't, doesn't mean we're going to be horrible. We just... we might be though. <laughs> <laughs> we might. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about lots of stuff.
1: Some of it deep and thought-provoking, and some of it. Literally nonsense, like sandwiches mm-hmm.
0: and ballpoint pen reviews.
1: And <laughs> 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 Please do not kill me. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> I'll try not to. I um, I thought it would be good though for us to. I just like have some. We just have some random questions that I think we've been stockpiling that we wanted to ask yep. each other or talk about, and so we're gonna be doing some true talking shit with the Yank and a Brit today. I feel like we can learn a little bit more about each other on the way. <laughs> I just, this date is me getting to know you better to decide if I want to then take it to the next step of dating you
0: <laughs> and reaching 20 episodes mm-hmm.
1: podcast dating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one big one is mm-hmm. let's talk about music. Okay. You're really I like musical. You like you sing, you're a good singer, you're in a band. Tell me about what your musical tastes and influences were over the years, like when you were younger, why, how that shaped who you are today, if you think it had any shape on kind of like your singing performance style, and what do you like to listen to now? And is it different?
0: Mm. Okay, so... I grew up, and I think most people do, listening to the music that their parents listened to. Mm -hmm. Um, So my mum and dad were huge David Bowie fans. Oh, okay. Um, I don't hate that. So I listened to to a lot of that growing up. Um, And also, which was one of my biggest influences, was Alanis Morissette and Sheryl Crow.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Just pointing out they're American. Well, Alanis is Canadian, I think, right? She is Canadian, yeah. But Cheryl Crow is American.
0: I believe so. I think. Um. So I was obsessed with Alanis Morissette's *Jagged Little Pill* album, I knew all—well, we were going to go see
1: her. We were. And then, then well, you and Charlie were. Happened. Yep. And then mm. no one got to go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, that's where I sort of started. Well, actually, no, I guess my, my first influence was Disney films. I used to love singing along to Disney films and me too, particularly Aladdin and Little Mermaid.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were my fave. Pocahontas for me. Oh, good one. And I, this may come as a big surprise, but Anything with cats in it.
0: (laughs) What, like, the Aristocrats?
1: The Aristocats, Oliver and Company. Big fan of those. (laughs) To an alarming degree, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. How long would you say you kind of hung on to Disney music and maybe kind of the more of the kid-friendly music before you shifted into... Volanis, Cheryl Crow, stuff like that? Um, probably, I like
0: remember my life through, I don't know if you know this, but I moved quite a lot when I was younger. Like my parents I, loved no. to move house. Hmm. So hmm. I remember my life and what stage I was in as to what house I was living in at the time.
1: Yeah. I do that with so... boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's true. <laughs> Go on. <laughs>
0: Um, so I was in Wood so I would have been, I guess, like eight or nine, ten maybe. Oh God, I don't know. Um, but I wrote, yeah, I remember singing Alanis. Oh, my voice
1: is going. <laughs>
0: I remember singing Alanis, um, a lot then.
1: What was your favorite song? Uh,
0: well, it's always been. Always will be ironic. Good that one. is my go to song. It's my karaoke song.
1: Is it? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's an important um, thing for me to know.
0: Yes. So, um, but then I also, as you get older and you turn into a teenager,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: I don't know how well you know the album, but it's a lot of it's quite angry and yeah. man hating. I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so they became more favorites as I turned more hormonal. Really, I guess.
1: <laughs> and you had that one crush who was not, who didn't like you back. Yeah, <laughs> that you dedicated. Yeah, I not know. Okay. So, what about you, Alanis Cheryl Crow? I. This is going to be really embarrassing for me. I can already tell. (laughs) I don't know why, but I was perhaps a little late in the game of moving on to kind of like more current music because I, my parents did have their own music that they listened to. My dad was a big fan of the Beatles and some kind of Mm -hmm. other, I'm going to say oldies, even though I suppose, well, at the time they were the oldies too. That's what it is. But my mom, she liked Celine Dion and stuff, which I, that's my go to karaoke. (laughs) Sick. Uh, But I also didn't like, I basically, the soundtracks and music I got were kids' music for many years. And I didn't really encounter pop music that was perhaps a little more edgy until. I was probably in like junior high. So I remember my friends listening to Alanis Morissette and singing in the car when we were going somewhere, like during a sleepover, and them singing along yeah. to the radio. And I was like, I don't I don't know this. Song. I don't know what this is. I don't know this song. <laughs> um, it seems good. But oh I really I was into Hanson. Oh I, my god, so like, was I. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel like that was Hanson. pretty standard. And oh. they're kind of innocent too, so I think my parents were okay yeah. with it, you know. And then, of course, some of the other boy bands like NSYNC, and those were hard to avoid. Yeah, man. But uh, I remember I got, I don't know, did you guys have those catalogs with CDs that you could order? Yep. Okay. So my parents would say you could get something out of here. And I got TLC and Paula Cole's albums because I think it was like, my friends have these. I need to get these. And both of them had the parental advisories on them, and my parents took them away from me. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So I, that, my music evolution kind of was a little bit stilted in that way. But I will All say right. that a very important band for me was the Spice Girls. <laughs> Hell yeah. Girl power. <laughs> and that was one thing I wanted to talk to you about because I feel like most people in the UK maybe have a, a love or kind of like a, Like, they can talk positively about the Spice Girls, but you might have people who really hate, like, or don't care about the Beatles or don't care about some of the other big UK artists of the past. Mm -hmm. It's kind of love or hate, you know? But Spice Girls feels like, yeah, everyone loves that fake-ass girl band (laughs) that didn't write their own (laughs) songs. (laughs) (laughs) Or sing very
0: well. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, they were, they, in a way, were our modern-day Beatles they were yeah. like the most influential girl band of mm-hmm. the 90s. So I think anyone in our generation, unless you've been living under a rock, you've got to appreciate the Spice Girls. And it was kind of the beginning as well
1: of girl fucking power. I was just going to say, I don't know if there's many other bands that could really pull off girl power in a non-cheesy way, you know, because <laughs> exactly. well, they it did. It was cheesy, but we loved it. It was. Yeah, well, and maybe that's true because I think a girl power now and it's kind of like yeah yeah yeah. But like I f- maybe it was just because they seemed like they meant it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was. They were just they were cool and their personas. Yeah, they, they each had their own persona, so mm-hmm. everyone had the spice girl that they were. Um I remember being in primary school and like lunch times we'd all pretend to be the spice girls and perform on the steps out the back of the school
1: yep we did that for a talent show and (laughs) I was not included but desperately wanted to be so I got to be the manager who introduced them (laughs) (laughs) so that was fun but I too had like poster and the one I and I wanted like the platform shoes and all of that Mm -hmm. but I got asked who who was your identified spice girl I was sporty spice oh okay does that surprise say more I don't know if it surprises (laughs) me because there's only five right but I suppose yeah I don't know I guess I don't know who I would have expected so I just want to know more. (laughs) Why? Um,
0: well, I don't know whether you know this, but when I was a younger lass, I was quite a tomboy. Um, I wasn't really no. like, girly stuff, um, and I just identified with her the most, and she had brown hair, so.
1: I mean, that's kind so, of what it came down to. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was either posh or sporty, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't posh, so sporty who were you i'm so say. can i guess yeah i f- i feel like it's between posh or baby
1: well so you kind of just said it i kind of had two options here if we're going to go based <laughs> on like how i Egg sort off. of looked yeah. yeah and so it was posh and i hated that I <laughs> had to, like, yes, because I really loved Scary Spice so. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that, like, that was like my, I was a, a posh son and a Scary Spice moon, and that was a secret. <laughs> but she was, like, the prettiest and had the best style and was, like, the mm, coolest and the funniest. And, and her hair was cool, and I had curly hair that looked terrible, but I was, like, maybe my hair one day could look like that and I just re- I thought she was a great singer posh I think we can all say was the worst singer and yeah I think they said posh you don't get to sing <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't get to sing all right
1: but she, I, she was pretty I like in but I just don't think I was a posh personality and I wasn't sporty really so that didn't feel fair and baby was blonde and cute and like that I felt like I didn't get a picker you know <laughs> 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 i mean her personality didn't really fit mine either i think if scary kind of had that quirkiness too that i think maybe was a little more representative of me if anything ginger yeah. probably would have been okay <laughs> but yeah, i wasn't a redhead no, either I so too. no yeah. I
0: hadn't reached the hair dye stage yet
1: Mm-mm. nope not mm. yet but favorite song quick go
0: ah fever forever say um Maybe not a popular choice, because I guess it's probably one of their new, uh, um, yeah, newer ones. Um, But I just love it. I think I've mentioned to you earlier that I added it to my Spotify
1: playlist the other week,
0: because I heard it and was like, oh, I love that song.
1: I'm actually going to have to add it to mine, too, so I can hear it again. Or Spice Up Your Life! Right. I mean, come on. That one was good. I think I really liked Stop. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's ch- I mean, to be honest, they're all tunes.
1: Yeah. To Become One, Say You'll Be There, yeah. even Mama. <laughs> yeah, I sing that to my mom quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who do you think you are? Slam it, shake it, move it, make it. Who do you think you are?
0: Yeah.
1: It's an absolute tune. Yeah, they're all fucking good. Um, but if, you know, Wannabe comes on, I'll jam. Oh, yeah. If any song
0: of theirs comes on, really. Yeah. I'm there, baby. So going to say. Stop saying baby. Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> every time you do it, an angel gets its wings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, guys, you can play a drinking game at home. Every time I say bebe, do a shot. <laughs> and every time I say same more. Okay, so after the Spice Girls, obviously you mentioned the boy bands. NSYNC, mm-hmm. Backstreet mm-hmm. Boys, Hanson. They were my first mm-hmm. love, Hanson. I was in love with Taylor so fucking hard that I was that genuinely hurts. convinced, yeah, I, wanted, I was mm-hmm. going to marry that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he never came to where I lived.
1: I mean, um, it, you're not, it's not too late. He's still alive. <laughs> you're still alive. Yeah, but he's married <laughs> with like 10 kids now. I mean, marriage many. isn't forever. <laughs>
0: True. (laughs) I'll wait for that divorce. I'm in there. (laughs) Um, But then, okay, then I loved NSYNC, okay? My next love was Justin Timberlake. And to this day, I still have a really big place for him in my heart. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, And if Jessica Bill (laughs) just fuck off, (laughs) then actually, I went to see Justin Timberlake, right, for my 16th birthday. My awesome mum got us tickets for, it was me and three of my friends, I think, four of my friends. And we were three rows from the front. And I am telling you, it was the Justified Tour. Okay, good one. Hmm. it was incredible. And I'm telling you, Kate, he looked me dead in the fucking eye. And from that moment on, I was like, he knows. He knows about me. This is going to (laughs) happen one day.
1: It's like, you're too young now, baby. Mm -hmm. Give me 10 years.
0: He couldn't find me. So he married the next brunette he could find. Mm. Jessica Slutface Bill.
1: (laughs) Man, he, I mean, talk about just second rate Gemma. (laughs) Really? I mean, come (laughs) on. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, I'm sure he was like that. If if the internet were a thing then, like it is now, you guys would have found each other. Like Twitter would have found you mm-hmm. in a second. All I had to do was just yeah. say, yeah. 16-year-old three rows away <laughs> from my concert. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, That was one of the best nights of my life. Okay, so you were an NSYNC fan. I feel like I probably... Slightly preferred NSYNC over Backstreet Boys, but yeah, listen to them both. I mean they mm. they both have tunes, right? Yeah. What about like some people say I look like me dad? Hey. Uh, oh,
0: oh, for the Bewitched. Uh, I didn't even uh, know Bewitched were like known in America.
1: That is I don't know how big they are, but I think they, you know, do you remember TRL? Like the music video? top 10 countdown every day after school did you guys get that no it was on mtv and it was literally just music videos right oh okay
0: yeah i used to watch I, mtv
1: i think it probably made it on to that or maybe it was in a really popular oh, right. movie and they got like maybe it was a disney movie and i think back then they kind of did the we've got bewitched performing the theme song to whatever and yeah, yeah. so it kind of went that way but i think awesome. that's like one of their only songs really but i did enjoy that song
0: so, you know that was the first song I ever sang on
1: stage. Oh, really? Yep. And the it was an ensemble song. I song. <laughs> yeah, I was in a By band. By yourself? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was in a girl band. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think the first one I performed was Leanne Rhymes. Oh, fantastic!
0: That was also an early one. Did you know the the one? Blame it on the weatherman Oh yeah, 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 yeah We did that one too and we all had umbrellas on stage That we were like twirling and had a little routine with was going
1: What was this for? Like just a talent show or a showcase or something? No, I used to do
0: um, Like singing lessons and it, Oh and then time, yeah, mm-hmm. you'd have like a recital or something? Yeah, you'd have like a show at the end For all the parents to come to
1: Did you guys ever have like um, What's that band called? M2M do you remember them to them? It rings a bell. Mirror, mirror, hanging on the wall. <laughs> sound familiar? No? No. They were like Scandinavian, but I think another kind of bewitched time frame.
0: Cleopatra. Yeah, yeah.
1: Time frame. Cleopatra coming at you. Cleopatra coming at Cleopatra, you. Coming at ya. Where did Destiny's Child rank for you? Oh, they were quite high as well, actually. Mm hmm. Yeah, right that was the like the, the world first world concert world. I saw. Yeah, was it? Yeah, saw them um, in ju- junior high. Uh, I think I had a friend who either her parents got tickets and she picked me, or vice versa. I can't remember, but it was it was like my first concert. That wasn't
0: amazing. Something stupid. Yeah, mine was All Saints, and it was shit. <laughs> they mimed the whole way through. <laughs> the sound was terrible. Their dancing was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was not a good introduction to live music, quite frankly.
1: Why did they come to be? Because I feel like that was another probably studio effort of putting just a bunch of girls together to see if they could make a hit, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, I but think they once the Spice, Spice girls. girls got big. They just all these fucking girl bands came yeah. out of nowhere, didn't they? Yeah. And I was true. jealous.
1: <laughs> Same, actually. Me too. Okay, but then I feel like you and I have some similar tastes in music kind of in adolescence and into adulthood but i had the emo stage avril fall out boy like yeah, my brother's yeah. band band taste <laughs> influenced me we were in a band we were, well he was he wasn't a band i eventually right. joined that band but awesome. his taste in music also and i think my friends kind of had the similar ones so i very much fell mm. into that i think because nice. it was around me but yeah very very emo kid at some point like 15, 16, nice. yeah. 17, today. Yeah, I had a stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it moved
0: into Avril, some 41. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a bit of Blink. I'm not a huge Blink fan. I was but just going to ask if you love as much was... as Nigel. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a diehard Blink fan. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was that was a fun stage. I think everyone goes through that
1: <clears throat>
0: at some point. I mean, I
1: still love Paramore.
0: Yeah, Paramore are good. Wasn't yeah. a huge fan though, to be fair. Paramore, well, I like their stuff, but
1: I just think I appreciated that there was like a girl mm. lead, you know? Yeah. Instead sure. of all the tonight 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 we'll fall for you <laughs> oh, again. It's very nasally, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Where are you? And, and I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I really loved like Taking Back Sunday and Brand New a lot though. And Coheed and Cambria which is kind never of one of those them. out there ones. Really? No. You have. You have. Really? I guarantee it. Oh god. Good eye sniper I'll shoot you run you never heard that song? I don't know. They all sound the same, mate. Yeah, they kind of do. <laughs> well, but Claudio Sanchez is It's kind of like emo mixed with prog rock, metal-ish, like metal adjacent. There's a little bit of screaming in it, but he's got this huge, huge head of hair that it's so beautiful and it's just really he good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brilliant. Okay. That brings us to today, though. What would you characterize as your taste today? And how much of that is influenced by the years, yesteryears? I,
0: don't know, I get this question quite a lot. And... In the dating scene. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. What music are you into? I'm like, oh, everything. Because <laughs> genuinely, I like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. As long as it's good,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like it. And I think as well, going to music college, that opened my eyes up to so many different genres and all well, the different styles of that music rather. that you can have. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I I like a lot. I think at the moment I'm most into probably soul jazz. Mm. Um, a new little thing called neo soul, which is sort of okay. like modern soul, I guess. Um, and like, I really love artists like F.K.J. Tom Mish. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what genre that is. It's kind of like. Chill out electronic
1: stuff, I think. Well, let's see what the internet says. Because I remember you mentioned FKJ kind of in one of our earlier episodes. So he is, FKJ stands for French Kiwi Juice. Sure does. Okay. Uh, Stage persona of the French singer, producer, and multi-instrumentalist Vincent Fenton. He incorporates elements of hip-hop, funk, jazz, soul, and electronic subgenre known as New French House. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. Oh, I see. Like Similar artists are Masigo, who I'm kind yep. of familiar with. And by oh, yeah, kind I of, I mean him. I feel like I've heard of that person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's great. Uh, I also just like love old school like. R and B and hip hop as well, and I still listen to a lot of that. Um and a bit of modern hip hop as well, I guess, looking at this.
1: Drop some artists for our listeners. Uh well I mean I instantly saw WAP by Cardi <laughs> D. <laughs> I'm not fam- I'm not familiar with that one. Could you sing it? <laughs> <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> gonna, and then
0: I know. Um, I also have a a little tiny crush on Harry Styles. Um, I do really I like his album. Okay, I want to show you
1: what was just most recently playing on my Apple. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> See, everyone yeah. loves a bit of Harry.
1: Yeah, yeah. He did himself a big favor not being in One Direction anymore. I think
0: he did, yeah. <laughs> Um what about you what's your current musical tastes
1: Well I do think that I probably still have a lot of the kind of emo kid in me mm-hmm. and whatever the new aged emo kid is I, I think I listen to a lot of that but I also just looking at I think Spotify does this too the you know the replay your year in review it, like yeah. your most played songs you know uh-huh. Um I feel like I have a pretty big mix of things. And I know I'll forget things too, but I'm just looking at kind of my last years and I really liked um King Princess, who is I don't I mean, she's I think she's just probably pop, but um, and then also Jimmy World, Matt Mason, mm. um Kendrick Lamar, Louis Capaldi, Tennis. Um, Seagrid, I really like Seagrid Yeah, she's good And Then some old stuff I'm glad yours is like as random as mine Yeah I don't think I have a good ear for music But I do think that it's like If it sounds good to me, that's good enough I don't think I really am drawn towards country That much But Mm -hmm. there are certain country songs That I like
0: That's it, I think the thing is with music It's all just how it makes you feel And how you resonate with it so regardless of the genre, if something like hits you in the heart or gives mm-hmm. you the fills. Um I completely forgot about one of my biggest influences, Christina Aguilera, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> baby! Fucking...
0: <laughs> Christina Aguilera, baby. So her,
1: okay, so out of all of the female pop stars of the nineties and early two thousands, she's the one you like the most.
0: Yeah. She's the one, I'd say, helped, like, teach me to sing as well. Oh, okay. I just, I wanted to be her. I wanted to emulate mm-hmm. her voice and, um,
1: yeah, I love her. I think she was probably the coolest one and mm. kind of, like, the skanky one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is, yeah, like, Britney, I, I feel like I listened to her, Mandy Moore, Jessica Simpson, Christina... Um, my, pink, mm. pink, not so much, yeah. but I really liked all the ensemble from Lady Mar- Marmalade, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was great. But yeah, I, I feel like Christina had the biggest range too.
0: Yeah. She was the best singer out of all those poppy stars, I think, yeah. wasn't she? But well, There's so many to mention. I could just reel off like. I know. So many. This
1: could be a very long episode if we focused just on
0: music. <laughs> um, Okay, well, I'll move it on then. So you're kidnapped, Kate, and you have to sing a song without messing up to secure your freedom. What is it?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Because in addition to Celine Dion, another of my go-to karaoke songs is Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg. And I think, hands down, I could perform that blindfolded Tied up, yep. gun to my head, no music, flawlessly, pretty sure. I'm
0: pretty sure I've seen you do this as well
1: on one of our. Yeah, I think you have. Drunk endeavors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm super down, wasted, I might us. mess up a little bit. <laughs> <Laid> back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: that's so good. How about you? Same question. Mine is ironic. Alanis Morissette. Sing that being hung upside down with a gun to my head. No problem, (laughs) no.
1: But you sing so many songs that I'm assuming you have to do by memory. So if someone was Mm. like, you can't do Ironic, I bet you would have an arsenal. Like you wouldn't, you would be escaping, whereas I might not be. (laughs) I couldn't do (laughs) Gin and Juice. (laughs) They're like, no rap songs, Kate. Nope. It's got to be something (laughs) from Circa... 1987 to
0: 1997, and I'd be
1: like, Fuck, do Disney songs count? I'm seeing, I won't say I'm in love from Hercules. (laughs)
0: Hercules has got some absolute tunes in it, to be fair. You
1: know, it's those, uh, the muses are great. Yeah. Another question. Hmm. Speaking of, we have to do karaoke we have to do karaoke sometime when we're together because I think that'd be fun. Um, what's a like a thing you have or a thing you can do that isn't like all that common or that a lot of other people can't do other than have a successful podcast with me? <laughs> well exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so I have super flexible joints. Hyper extendable joints, I think that hyperflexion? I don't know what it's called. Silas, hit us up. <laughs> yep. Let us know, Silas. So I can like pop my thumb in and out. It's oh, not God. very good for a podcast. I'm showing I'm showing Kate right now, but I can like This will be just... good video content
1: for one day when we get there. there <laughs> oh, yeah. Got it. So it's pretty gross. It looks it looks like you like he's doing a little dance, your thumb. <laughs> Exactly what I said.
0: Yeah, yeah. just like a little. I only do it on one hand, though. I can't do it on the other hand. But I did discover that my cousin can do this as well. So I think it's like a Westbrook thing. I just said my surname. I think it's a family (gasps) thing.
1: Uh, Fun fact, though, it is on the podcast page. So (laughs) yeah, I know it's uploaded in my name. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So it must be a heritable trait, which I guess, Silas, you can let us know if that is true too. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have... You're more likely to have it.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, you have this as well, where you have, like, Mm
1: -hmm. really bendy elbows. You can just, like, turn it basically Um, all the way around.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can, like, flip my arms pretty much all the way either. Yeah, it's real sexy too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where this has come from. <laughs> um and I have dislocated my shoulder twice. Um Do you know the second time I did it actually? First time I was in dance class and I was going from a standing position to a press up position and it popped out. Fair enough. That's why a lot of So you were basically a doing
1: a burpee?
0: Pretty much, yeah. But literally like okay.
1: second time,
0: I was driving. <gasps> I just just driving? just driving so there's a car parked in front of me and I wanted to go around it and instead of using like both hands again oh, is, I'm just that. trying to describe it I did that and pulled it all <laughs> the way around and my fucking shoulder popped out
1: hurt your neck while yawning dislocated <laughs> your shoulder turning your steering wheel
0: and I wonder why I'm still single <laughs> <laughs> more like what a catch
1: <laughs> you got no bones <laughs>
0: I'm made or of jelly. You have- <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> My podcast host and friend, Gemma, is a jellyfish. <laughs> you all know now. <laughs> Tried to keep this a secret and <laughs> secrets out. <laughs> secret out. Uh, okay, so you're you? kind of a bendy Wendy. <laughs> in yeah, a way. Okay, I'm a, a bendy bit.
0: Wendy, yep. Yeah.
1: i too like you've noticed or said i have like the elbow thing um i also learned when i was running the marathon or training for it that i have hip dysplasia and it seems like this is something i've had my entire life and when i had an injury and i had to do some x-rays they're like oh yeah you know you might have fractured your hip you also have hip dysplasia and i was like 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 dogs <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I might be part dog <laughs> while well, you're jellyfish I don't know oh is that why they call I, you Kate dog hips yeah, yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> I didn't know everyone else knew I didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. it did get made fun of how I walked though people said I like intentionally shook my ass when I walked and I was like I I don't I just this is how I walk and maybe that's why because I have hip dysplasia. So thanks, all you ableist bitches from high school. <laughs> and so what does that actually mean? What Silas. <laughs> I don't know. They basically just said I might have to, I might a accommodate probably some of my movements with it. Oh, no, yeah. I don't think a hip replacement. but oh, good. Um, and it's on the left side, which is where they thought I had a fracture. But it turns out I just had bursitis, which is inflammation, oh. because my body wasn't strong enough. To hold my body up when I was running. Which is why I do strength <laughs> training now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, so I guess that. But I also can I'm very well. Silas, you don't need to respond to this, but I am very good at chugging beer, <laughs> and I've won <laughs> contests.
0: <laughs> I can confirm. I have been witness to numerous chugging
1: contests. <laughs> uh, you are quite talented. I think I've gotten. I've. I can accept that I've maybe am no longer a win, like a a championship beer chugger in my old age. But I have won contests. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a skill I didn't know I had until I had to do it, <laughs> <laughs> and it has got me nothing but hangover. Yeah, that's the downside of it, I guess. Yeah, but I don't. I think that that's something that not a lot of people want to do rightfully so. Um because it kinda hurts and is maybe not that does it classy. Yeah, I mean the beer can burn. (laughs) A little (laughs) bit. The beer can burn. (laughs) A little bit, depending on the kind of beer. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: guess so. It's fizzy as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Well there you go guys. You learn something new every day.
1: Our very unique traits. Skills and
0: talents. Mm hmm.
1: Doot, 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 doot.
0: Well, Kate, we've actually had an email in again. <gasps> we've got two fans. Another?
1: Yeah. Another? A whole new email. <sighs> This is what it feels like to make it, I think. (laughs) It is, isn't it? (laughs) This feeling of getting an email from someone other than my mom and Google saying, congratulations (laughs) for making an email. (laughs) (laughs) Love your emails, mom. Send us more.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the dopamine hit is good.
1: So what does this email say? Okay, so... We've got a problem
0: to help with. So I'll read it to you and then we'll discuss. So it reads, Hello, beautiful creatures. So I need some advice. <laughs> or perhaps just some poking fun at my future mother. Oh, sorry. Future monster-in-law to help me get through my having to deal with this awful woman. Juicy. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. A little
0: backstory. I am engaged and planning our wedding for next fall. While working on my guest list, I'm really struggling to put my partner's stepmother on the guest list. To put it nicely, this woman is a horrid cunt. <laughs> Using this in the US way.
1: <laughs> okay, yep. Painting a nice picture here.
0: Mm-hmm. She has caused me to go into multiple panic attacks at family functions, specifically my partner's nieces and nephew's B-Day parties, where I have to go and hide until I calm down and can be around people again. What a bitch. Um, And she made me cry this past Christmas to the point that I hid in a basement until she left hours later. That's intense. (sighs) Yeah. Um, Even after this, I have tried to be nice to her, you know, the whole kill her with kindness bullshit. Um, When I showed her my engagement ring, she said in the most monotone and unimpressed voice, oh yeah, pretty. And that was literally all she said to me for the rest of the day. The only other interaction we we had had that day was her making a point to move to a completely different table when I came to sit with everyone. I do not want to invite this raggedy bitch with terrible hair to my (laughs) wedding.
1: (laughs) Just going to ruin the pictures.
0: (laughs) But it's a legitimate concern of mine, my partner and my partner's siblings, that if we don't invite her, their father will not attend. Mm. They aren't helping pay for the wedding in any way, but I do want my partner's father to be there. The whole thing is stressing me out and I don't know what to do. Any thoughts?
1: Ugh. Well, okay, so that is a dilemma. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You want to go first or you want me (sighs) to?
0: I mean, if she's that much of a cunt, don't invite her. It's your day. Mm -hmm. If it's going to ruin your day and stress you out and cause you this much stress before the wedding, Mm -hmm. don't invite her. But I guess it also depends on how that's going to affect other people coming. Mm-hmm. I know people say that weddings are sort of for everyone else, but
1: it's not. It's. I know. I agree. It's I say true. that and I also like, it's for you, but it is also for other people. Mm. And so first, congratulations on the engagement.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Congratulations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and wedding planning can be stressful and having kind of another person such as this woman, kind of making that more stressful really sucks. So I agree with you, Gemma, that my inclination is to say, like, don't invite her. But there was mention of your partner, partner siblings, and Mm -hmm. that tells me that there's maybe been some conversation about this person and that maybe people have seen this and, like, understand your perspective about why you wouldn't want to invite your step- monster in law. Um and so I would wonder what they would have to say about like if it's really important for dad to be there and we're sure he's not going to come if we don't invite her, then is that worth the, you know, having this person there? And then what kind of maybe boundaries and and guardrails can you put up so that you don't have to engage with her? Hmm. Like can the siblings run interference? Can yeah. your partner talk to his dad and say this is what we're dealing with and like can dad help with that I guess those would be questions I'd be asking but bottom line I think first and foremost is fuck this bitch Mm -hmm. if if she she sounds like a child first of all and good for you for trying to kill her with kindness but I'd say you don't have to you don't have to engage with her at all
0: no I mean there's also the other option of just fucking confronting her I was thinking that too. And just being like, look, I know you clearly don't like me or you have some sort of problem with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even know why you want to come to my fucking wedding Mm because you're a twat.
1: Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if father-in-law, if he were given a role, even if it's a small one, would he Mm. feel compelled to come even if she wasn't able or uninvited? But I guess... But that's going to be an awkward be conversation, isn't it? Like, we yeah. want you to be there,
0: but not your wife. Like, how how would they even approach that? Like,
1: well, partner, I, I I get the sense that <laughs> partner is pretty supportive. And partner, mm. like, can you talk to your dad about this? Yeah. And what does he say? Because mm. just I'm thinking about all the things that could happen, and it just seems like that's the <clears throat> the energy that you put into planning a wedding, the expense, all of that to have this one person be a giant raggedy cunt (laughs) (laughs) seems really unfair and, like, to both of you. Yeah, but equally,
0: as you said, you don't – there's, like, going to be loads of people at the wedding. Shove her in a Mm -hmm. shit corner. Yep. With loads of people that, you know – you might not necessarily and, like or particularly yeah. want there. Put them all in the corner. And just don't speak to her. Enjoy your time with your friends and your family that you do want to have a good time with. And celebrate your love for you and your fiance.
1: And she doesn't have to be in pictures. And if you have bridesmaids, they can run interference. And also, like, okay, maybe the conversation is dad. You need to keep stepmom mm. in check. Yeah she needs to you need to have a talk with her cuz of x y and z experiences and like if you can't do that or if you don't think she can be like that then maybe maybe you both don't come to the wedding you know yeah i had to do that i had to tell some relatives they couldn't come for various oh, really? reasons it sucked yeah but it was it was necessary mm. so
0: yeah it's tricky i mean to be to be completely honest i think if i was in her shoes i'd just probably not say anything and just with
1: it yeah I think British, I would probably that's what
0: we do <laughs> yeah I think
1: unless there was like in a very egregious thing that could still happen so you know yeah. listener keep us updated um mm. and we'll give feedback based on that but like as of what I've heard today knowing that my sister and brother-in-law and my partner and probably other people all see it too and are willing to be supportive if it means getting dad at the the ceremony or the wedding which is important inviting her making it clear to dad but also so, like people need to like be my guardrails so that we can have a nice wedding. Yeah.
0: That's it. Get people to rally around. Yeah. Keep that bitch away from you girl.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a really good job for a maid of honor. Mm. So
0: yeah. That's what the best for. man.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, keep I'm glad us posted. Uh,
0: solved, your, solved your problem there.
1: <laughs> Obviously, you know you can uh, send, you know, monetary appreciation mm-hmm. gifts, candies, chocolates to. I'll put my address in the email response to you. <laughs> just kidding, but keep us posted. And I'm sorry that's happening, yeah. but congratulations.
0: Exactly, you'll have a fab day. Whatever, just ignore her. Or don't invite her.
1: Have someone play a prank where, like, her, uh, if she gets her hair done, have it so that her hair falls out and then she won't want to come.
0: Yeah. Or just get someone to spill red wine on her really early.
1: (sighs) Invite me or Gemma, (laughs) depending on where you're at, and that will be our role.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will happily do that. Okay, um, I've just got one thing I want to share with you. Actually, (laughs) okay, I've got an "Am I the Asshole?" But this just popped up, um, and I saved it, and I love it. So I want to do it. Yes, do it.
1: What's our jingle again?
0: Am I the asshole?
1: You know you are, baby. (laughs)
0: That was it. (laughs) Okay, so quickly, just before the "Am I the Asshole?" So this was a thread that I found. Um and it was someone asking what's the most disgusting secret you're hiding right now?
1: I saw that one too. I almost oh, asked you, you. and <laughs> I was like I don't know if I can answer it. <laughs> <But> go on. <laughs> okay.
0: So this is one of the top answers. <clears throat> My wife went out drinking with coworkers and she got shitfaced. Um I had to struggle to get inside. She was blackout drunk, crying, puking. It was a nightmare and not the first time her doing this. After putting her to bed, <laughs> I shit on the driveway next to her car door (gasps) and told her that she did it while drunk (laughs) and told her that the neighbor saw her do it. She found it going to work the next day. (laughs) She has not gone out drinking since. And this was four years ago. (laughs) If she does drink, she's one and done.
1: (laughs) Mm, That is. Like, that's kind of brilliant, but also so. Because I can only imagine if, like, if I were in her shoes, I don't think I would want to leave the house ever again. No, (laughs) (laughs) that would be the thing that keeps Uh, me up every night for the rest. I would probably have to just like go live in the woods and be a wood hermit. Yeah, yeah. but it sounds like maybe this was a problem. But
0: I know, but like evil genius. Yeah,
1: yeah. Come on. Oh man. (laughs) God. Well, now I'm going to question everything. Anytime someone says I tried to do something, I did something while I'm drunk. I want to be like, no, that's no, not true. No, I didn't that, that. You're just saying that. You need to stop being drunk and I won't. I will never stop. <laughs>
0: okay. Right. Am I the asshole? You know you are, baby. See, yeah. I do too. Baby. Baby. Maybe that's where I've got it from, baby.
1: Probably. I made it – rubbed it onto you <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right i've done a lot of reading in this for someone who's losing their voice
1: so i do apologize
0: to our listeners
1: Put up i really it. appreciate how you've hung in there for us thank you thank you so much
0: <clears throat> right am i the asshole for mansplaining to my girlfriend
1: yep <laughs> cool
0: <laughs> yeah done um okay I personally don't think this is an issue of mansplaining, but I want to present her perspective of the issue fairly and objectively. I don't want to make this story seem completely one-sided like some of the other stories I read on here.
1: I think this person's like mansplaining
0: that. What this is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
0: I, 23 male, and someone who loves fun facts, I love telling my friends and family fun facts and seeing their faces light up with the same interest as mine when I first learned the fact. I've been getting the feeling lately that my girlfriend, also 23, isn't really treating me with respect. She talks to me, sorry, when she talks to me, she acts kind of withdrawn and dismissive, and I sometimes feel like she's responding to me as though she's like a boss speaking to a subordinate. Whenever I tell her things, she may be listening or she may not be. Yesterday I told her a fun fact about how styrofoam containers aren't actually made from styrofoam. Instead, they are made from a material known as polystyrene. She didn't even blink. She just said okay. <laughs> Today we were over at a friend's house for dinner and she let us take some pasta home for the left from the leftovers. And I heard my girlfriend say, "Hand me that styrofoam container." I got a little annoyed since this was proof that she doesn't give a shit about the things I said. So I said it in an annoyed voice. It's made of polystyrene, not styrofoam. But I guess it doesn't matter what I say since you wouldn't listen anyway. After that, all hell basically broke loose and my girlfriend is refusing to talk to me because I was rude. Even though I was literally just pointing pointing out that she is being disengaged and respectful to me by not caring about the things that I say. And making me feel kind of unimportant. Is this guy um, an asshole?
1: I, I am going to try my hardest to be respectful here.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Because this person sounds like they might have some personality characteristics, traits that... Also limit their ability to pick up on social cues. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And the fun facts that this person delivers might at times be interesting and people enjoy them. And and perhaps sometimes they're less so. Yeah. And, excuse me, I'm losing my voice now too. I do just want to point out, Gemma, do you think like her saying, hand me that styrofoam container in any way was disrespectful, like meant she wasn't listening, she was disengaged or doesn't find him important.
0: No, it could be seen that she's taking the piss out of his shit fun
1: fact possibly but also is that what you is, is that what you inter- interpreted from that?
0: Well no because I, I I don't know because I wasn't there so I don't yeah. know how it was delivered. but yeah. isn't Styrofoam the brand name?
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's like Kleenex, um, Band-Aid, LucasAid, paracetamol when you're like not Mm, talking about the... Yeah. Like I might just say styrofoam container still because that's what people like know it as. Exactly. So that's how I was interpreting what was Mm. like going on here. But you're right. We weren't there. Maybe how she said it, maybe she gave him a pointed look. But... Based on what was written, it sounds like he overheard it.
0: Yeah. I get that impression.
1: So my answer is you're not an asshole for fun facts. But I think you, he, perhaps incorrectly assumes that people enjoy them as much as he enjoys giving them. And I do think he's the asshole for his reaction two
0: agreed well i mean the majority of the comments are that he's the arsehole
1: oh okay well i love being right (laughs) (laughs) and in the majority (laughs) strength in numbers exactly
0: the top one is you're the arsehole i wouldn't listen to you either
1: (laughs) um yeah fair that's one way to put it. Um, I think a l-
0: what a lot of people are saying is that the facts aren't fun. Or oh, that fact wasn't fun.
1: Y- yeah, that um, one was not as exciting to me as what I think someone could be sharing with their friends and family and girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine,
0: like, looking at it from her perspective, she's probably just fucking sick of it. Do you know what I mean? Just stop telling me your shit facts. <laughs> I don't care. Can we just have a normal conversation?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like if I ask you Yeah. What these containers are made out of, then that would be a thing that I would be interested in hearing perspective from you. Exactly. But when we're when I'm talking about how I got really pissed off at my sister for this thing she said, and you're like, Did you know the styrofoam containers aren't really made out of styrofoam? Mm-hmm. Then like you're not listening. Nor do you care about me. And I know I made up a little bit of a scenario and context there that we don't know about. But I would not be surprised if that was something that was happening. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, some people have said that maybe he's got ADHD. I don't know why.
1: See, I was thinking more like ASD. Again, don't want to just diagnose people I don't know anything about. But the vibe I was picking up is this person... Struggles with some interpersonal and social cues. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, here's a good one. It's just bullet pointed. It's not mansplaining, it's info dumping. Mm. Other people may appreciate it, but it sounds like your girlfriend would like it to be less since it appears she gets higher doses of info dumping than anyone else. Yeah. While fun facts are cool, to constantly talk about them can be exhausting. Where's your respect for your girlfriend? Do you ask her if she'd like to know a fun fact, or do you assume and just tell her? Styrofoam fun fact would only be fun f- would only be a fun fact to someone interested in styrofoam and how things are made. <laughs> um, why would you call her out in front of people? You seem to be the one that is extremely ignorant and disrespectful. You're the Mm-hmm. Arsehole. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was wondering if that was really mansplaining too um maybe that's what she said so yeah maybe, maybe yeah but I agree yeah. with that comment pretty actually pretty like that would be if someone said pick the comment that best represents your view would be that one
0: well there you are you're the asshole stop giving sorry, fun mate. facts sorry mate <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: learn to read the room
1: fun fact we're at the end of our episode
0: oh my god aren't we
1: Sad. Well, we don't have to be.
0: <laughs> Look,
1: Kate, stop kate <laughs> Right? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for telling me so I can stop. No, explain away. For our 10th episode, it's going to be a marathon 24-hour podcast. Oh, here we go, guys. Strap in. <laughs> and if you think that we are struggling to come up with the content, just you wait. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got loads... Gemma, tell me what time you were born, on what day. I'm going to read your sun, moon, rising (laughs) (laughs) chart. Oh my god, do my horoscope. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I got tarot cards. I've got tea leaves. I've got smoke signals. (laughs) Hey, I got some crystals in the other room. Oh, me too. I have one that's shaped like a penis. Oh, cool. You want to see? Yeah. That's from my friend Brittany. Oh, lovely. Little, little rose quartz penis. Perfect yeah
0: <laughs> so there's that it's giving you all the love you need baby
1: oh I did it again <laughs> <sighs> well i think we know what your catchphrase is and that's gonna ha- it's gonna have to be that forever now <laughs> okay baby okay
0: baby
1: <laughs> that was a fun one
0: that was that's was good thank you for talking shit with me
1: yeah thank you for talking shit with me and you know when we're not recording letting me Talk all the shit at you. Um
0: (laughs) anytime.
1: Do do you think that our fans will like today?
0: I hope so, yeah. I enjoyed it.
1: Me too. Let us know if you didn't though. (laughs) And if you did. I don't.
0: (laughs) I don't like bad feedback. I can't take it.
1: I can, but I've I think I've ended the last few episodes now of please just like us. (laughs) Please, (laughs) please just like us. Please. So rather than say what you don't like tell us what you think we should do next yeah give us content ideas
0: thank you yeah.
1: <laughs> burning questions like if it burns when i pee <laughs> what does that mean Can <laughs> i refer you to a doctor
0: <laughs> i will tell you you've got a urine infection ma'am
1: <laughs> next it's going to be medical advice and we're going to really <laughs> fuck some fuck some shut up shit up so gotta be careful with that <laughs> <laughs> great well all right so, well shall we sign off yeah okay good to see you and you bye bye gbag remember when i was telling you the other day about how it's hard for me to leave my home because i don't want to leave my blender
0: yeah your emotional support blender you called it which i thought was weird and maybe a little problematic
1: i said it feels like my emotional support blender because of how many smoothies I make and how good I feel these days because of them. Okay, go on. Well, I found something the other day that may solve my problem.
0: Oh, tell me more.
1: I discovered this thing called BlendJet 2. It's a portable blender that you can use basically anywhere or anytime.
0: Seems messy.
1: I know, but it doesn't look like it is. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach.
0: More like a margarita at work, know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> or that. But it's also small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house and at last 15 plus blends, and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself, Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. So, not messy at all, I don't think.
0: Okay, I'm intrigued. And now I want a margarita.
1: Me too. It looks like there's tons of different styles and colors, so you can have a margarita blend jet for work, a protein blend jet for the car, and a-
0: Soup blend jet for the forest? (laughs) Sure. I want the camo one because I am a certified badass.
1: (laughs) Just don't lose it in the woods. Okay,
0: so what are we waiting for? These look awesome.
1: I know. What are you waiting for? Go to Blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Blendjet feels so strongly that no other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They'll guarantee you love it or your money back.
0: Gotta love the confidence and the ability to blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 portable blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping.
1: Shop today and get the best deal ever. I'll cheers you with our Blendjet margaritas next time I see you. Brilliant. Cheers. Cheers.